You're listening to Dumb Down Tech, where we break down tech concepts and we go back to the basics. We are back again today and I'm here with my guest, Michael Pollack. Why don't you introduce yourself? So I'm Michael Pollack from Corporate Design Solutions. We're a managed service provider and we love coming on the show and discussing topics and really helping people understand in very simple terms on how to protect yourself. So online dating has been a hot topic for the last 10 to 20 years. Tell us a little bit about how people can protect themselves when they're going onto platforms to do online dating. Well, Marianne, there's so much that you can do to protect yourself. The truth is that most of the apps that you go on, there's a lot of bots. And by bots, I mean fake profiles and They basically just scam you out of your money or they get information from you and put into a database. But you also have real people who are scammers who are looking to see what information they can collect and then use it against you. And then you also have real people that are not who they say they are when they see you in person. So there's so many different variables to this online dating, but I can definitely give you some really good advice on this because I have firsthand experience as far as customers coming to me with um, problems and different types of situations they've put themselves in. So so I can definitely talk about this a lot more in detail. So what is your number one tip for people who are going to be doing online dating so that they can protect themselves? The number one tip that I give to people is use a photo that is not used on your Facebook or any other profiles. And the reason why I say that is because people can do a reverse image search on that photo and find your Facebook or find other social media profiles. And now, guess what? They have your name, your age, your friends, your location. So it's just not a good thing. So if you're going to put a picture on a dating site, make sure it's a different picture, um, different background, and just make sure it doesn't come up in a reverse image search. So now that's a good tip about using a different image. What about making sure that you meet the person in public place? What are some other good tips you have? Other than your photo, you should be careful of the information you put on your profile. It's very important that you limit it to maybe a few things that you like or what you're looking for and not divulge a lot of information. What you don't want to do is in the beginning of online dating is expose yourself too much. You give a little bit of information to see if the person on the other end is really who they say they are and they look like they say they are and that they're not trying to scam you. So when it comes time to meet somebody, I always recommend that you have a video chat with them to see if they are who they are, have a phone call with them. Make sure that they actually speak the language that you speak and that matches their face. You can take the opportunity to meet in public face-to-face at a Starbucks or over dinner. But also, we have a lot of technology that is available now that you can notify your friends if you are okay and if you are actually enjoying your date or not. You can send out a beacon to your friends in case of emergency so they know where your location is and how to contact you. So there's a lot of things that you can do as far as protecting yourself 
before you even go on a date and then after you go on a date. So now what steps can people take to protect their personal info, such as their home address or whatever, in case the person they're going to be going out with like tries to Google them and find them before they go out on a date? I assume most people tell the person they're going to be going on a date with their first and last name. And if you have an uncommon first and last name, like Mary McCorkle, it's going to be really easy for someone to find you by purchasing your information, I would assume. You know, it's it's a very difficult thing in a fine line because there are apps that you can verify somebody to make sure they are who they are. But at the same time, yeah, you give your first name and last name. There's so much information on the web about you. But that's why I say if you keep your information to a limited amount of items that you discuss about yourself, you don't have to give your first and last name when you go meet on a first date. You don't have to tell them your location. You don't have to tell them a lot of things. As far as they know, it's a blind date because they don't really know who you are. So why are you going to divulge information that's not necessary? So I always tell everybody, make sure and just give them your first name. Let them know you know what you're about and what you're looking for. And then meet them. And then if you feel like this is something that you can pursue as a relationship, then you can start talking about more of yourself once you're comfortable. But also, obviously, take a few dates and take your time. Don't try to rush things because I feel like a lot of people who are meeting online are in a huge rush and it, it shouldn't be that way. You should take the time to understand who you're dating, know the person, know their family, all the, all the good stuff that comes with dating. So now it might be different for men than it is for women, but as a woman who's tried online dating and not had success, what are some things women can do to protect themselves from people who might want to take them out into the desert and, for lack of better terms, make them disappear? Marianne, that's a good point. That's where you really have to think about your safety first. There's everything we do in life has risk levels and online dating is obviously a much bigger risk level. You don't know who that person is. You don't know if they're lying to you or telling you the truth. So what I recommend is really take the time beforehand to do video calls, get to know the person, even if it takes you a week more than normal. And then actually, when you do go on the date, do it in a public setting. Be there before he gets there so you can make sure you actually walk into the restaurant. And if you don't feel comfortable, have contacts that you can reach out to. There's a lot of girls who use techniques where they say, hey, I don't like this guy. I'm going to go in the bathroom and I'm going to call my girlfriend and my girlfriend's going to come save me. So it's all about planning. Now, if you're by yourself and you feel lonely and you don't really have friends and you're going to risk going out on a date, that's very risky. There's all these chat rooms. There's groups of women who are trying to find people that are more than willing to make sure that you're okay. There's a lot of resources available to help women determine what's a good date or what qualifies as a good date. And there's a lot of support groups for that as well. The main thing is be smart, be safe, listen to your gut. If your gut is telling you that this person is lying and all the information is fake, don't go on the date. Don't give out your address. Don't give out anything that you don't want them to know. And like I said, 
use different pictures. Don't allow them to be able to find other information or other sites that have similar pictures as yours. That's the number one way they find it. I like what you said about following your gut. If your gut tells you not to go on a trip with a guy, don't go on a trip with a guy. Absolutely, Marianne. We have to uh, be cautious and yeah, follow your gut. I would like to talk a little bit about what signs of scams or how to find out if you're being scammed on a dating site. Does that sound like an interesting topic to quickly touch on, Marianne? Yeah, that sounds like a really good one. Let's touch on that real quick. I got three cases in the last six months about people calling me about being scammed on a dating site. So I want to go through these three different types of scams so that you understand. So one is that you continually talk to a person and you tell them about your life, who your kids are, what your name is. And as you're telling them these things, they're recording it. They're listening and they're holding it in a database or a vault. And then once you know it, you're sending pictures to them. They're sending pictures to you. And then you unexpectedly get an email saying, hey, I know that you're married. I know that you have kids. And I have all the pictures that you sent me. And hopefully, hopefully you didn't send nude pictures with your face on it. Okay, if you're going to send nudes, don't send it with your face on it. Number one rule. But that's why they don't give too much information. So one of the scams is they collect your information and now they can hold you for ransom. Uh, it's called sextortion, but it's really extortion, right? They're asking you for money in return for not sending it to people. Now, a quick question I always get is, do you pay the ransomware? And no, you don't pay the ransomware. Once you pay the ransomware, you're always going to be attacked. Chances are you just let them know and say, I contacted police and FBI, and they go away because it's a criminal act, and they can act on that. The other ones is gift cards, and that kind of goes along with sextortion. They either ask for gift cards or some type of cryptocurrency. But what I mean gift cards is that you may date somebody, and you talk to them for months. And then they all of a sudden they say, hey, you know, I'm broke. Can you send me a gift card for dinner? Or can you send me a gift card to Walmart? And so you start saying them 50 bucks at a time and then 200 bucks at a time and then thousands of bucks at a time because you feel that you love them and you're going to marry them. But don't fall for that scam. If anybody asks you for money and they never met you in person, stop. End the relationship right there. Find a real person in a bar or something. <laughs> major item that you'll see that they scam you and a very easy way to tell is when you start chatting with somebody and they sound like a robot or the answers to your questions are very straightforward and they don't really make a lot of sense but also the biggest sign is when they say hey can you go to this platform can you go to snapchat can you go to this other web page can you go to this other chat and when they do that, they're trying to sucker you in away from that site because they know that it's a fake account and they don't want to get it shut down. So they lead you to another place where they can continue their spam and continue their scam and take whatever money or resources away from you. So you really need to focus on that and make sure that you are talking within the platform that you met them on and that you verify who they are. 
Do not send money to them at all. I'm telling you, don't do it. It's probably fake. And just make sure, again, that you limit the amount of information. And please, please don't send nude pictures, especially with your face on it. Thank you for these great tips. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? I feel that I covered a lot of the major things that you should look out for. I recommend that you really take the time and research the do's and don'ts before you do online dating. A lot of the websites have tips and tricks on how to avoid getting scammed and what are the common scams out there. Just be safe, verify, and please, please, please be careful of what information you put out on the web. Have a great day. Thanks, Marianne. As always, love to be on the show. Have a great day. We have enjoyed you listening today, and we'll be back again next week. Today's Dumb Down Tech was sponsored by Corporate Design Solutions. To learn more, please visit their website at corpdesignsolutions.com or feel free to give them a call at 702-350-1000. 